like the show? Want to listen to episodes early? Consider becoming a patron. Starting at the $3 a month level, patrons get access to a custom patron-only feed where we put out episodes of Upstairs Studio podcasts like the Child Care Bar and Grill, Miss Becky's Classroom, That Early Childhood Nerd, the Renegade Rules podcast, and others early. That feed is just for patrons. You could be one of them. Go to patreon.com slash playvolutionhq or click the link in the show description to learn more. Welcome to Renegade Rules. Kick back, settle in, and let us fill your ear holes with early learning information, wisdom, and advice. And now, here's Heather and Jeff. Welcome to Renegade Rules. Jeff Johnson here with Heather Shoemaker. Heather, this time we're talking about work and belonging. What does that mean? (laughs) Well, you know, we who love kids and love play and child-based play, we talk a lot about play. We spend hours talking about play. We, we hopefully engage in play. But, um, you know, sometimes the play's um, second cousin work needs to be talked about, too, because <laughs> work and play, for a young child, they're pretty much the same. But as an adult, we think of them quite differently. So I, I just wanted to bring up the topic of work and how that can be an important part of a child's life just just the way play can be. And I'm not talking about throwing the kids down in the coal mines and up the chimneys and doing all these things that we used to do to kids. So I'm to be clear, about- Heather Shoemaker isn't advocating sweatshops. No, 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 no. Okay, okay, good. Um, I want to be clear on that. Yeah, although they might sweat as they do some of their player work. Yeah. Um, but I'm talking about the valuable, you know, kids aren't, aren't uh, fragile. They can do a lot of things. And one of the things that I think we kind of protect them from is, oh, we shouldn't let them work. This is their childhood. They should just play, right? I'm a big believer in play. They need to play. But we kind of um, strip away from them then some of the opportunities to be um, experienced belonging by being part of a team, being mm-hmm. part of the family by helping out with family daily life, being part of the classroom by not having the teacher do everything, but by having the kids all pitch in. So there's so many ways that, that kids can work. They may not feel like it's a nine-to-five job the way we have work. Yeah. But the importance of work and, and having a job and having something that you do and that you're good at and that you're relied on by others, um, whether it's feeding the fish or, you know, or taking the bin of recycling out with another kid because it's kind of bulky, but it's not heavy. And, oh, how do we do this? And, oh, it tipped. All these kind of things that um, just bring us together to take care of the place and the people we live with. Yeah. I, I spent, I mean, 16 years of, of my kind of work in this profession was running involved running a a school age community center and in that program we we had like uh uh volleyball and basketball leagues girls volleyball and basketball leagues and and this was taking part in the uh, community center so we'd have games going on and then in, in the other room the gym would be closed for that but we'd have a game room and computer lab and all that kind of stuff but during during games we would have kids volunteer to work in the in the snack bar and run the run the scoreboard and and that kind of stuff and i would have lines of 
eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13 year olds just waiting to do this and, and eager to do it and hurrying through their homework so that they could help out um, as part of these games because they were, I mean, there'd be 150 people in and out of the gym every, every hour or so. And they, they were doing this work, but it felt like they were also being part of this, this larger community. And they, I, and it's I run powerful. Into, it's a, yeah. I think we forget that it's a powerful feeling, you know, in that case, changing the score or, or handing out change. I mean, wow, that's something that adults get to do. That's the adult world, or that's a powerful thing to do. And to let the kids have a turn at those jobs, um, or just be a regular part of their job. That's fantastic. It gives yeah, you a sense and, of, I'm part and, of this world, and I can do stuff. I'm competent. I'm a competent person in this world. Yeah, yeah. As, the, as those kids got a little bit older, I mean, 80% of them go out and they get their first job, like working uh, working at, at the checkout at the grocery store, or those kind of things. And, I mean, they've got no work experience, but they put me down as a reference because they spent four years when they were in middle school working at volunteering doing this work and so actually that that work that they were doing for all these other reasons i mean maybe they got a candy bar at the end of the night or something ended up giving them experiences that they carried off into their into their into their lives and and help them help them move ahead so i i'm a big i'm a big fan of of, of getting kids out there and giving them a chance to experience this because because way too many of them don't have the opportunity right and, you know, I would prefer to sit around, read a book, go for a stroll, not necessarily do all the pitching in things at every moment. But if it's expected, you know, sometimes the kids will, will not want to do some of their responsibilities. But it's still something that's expected of them and that they're part of. And when they don't do it, you know, the trash spills over and you notice that, that, yeah. that, that they have an impact. So I think it's important. Sometimes it's done joyfully. Sometimes it's done a little bit begrudgingly, but I think that um, being part and being known that you're part of a web and you're part of a, a group and that you belong somewhere and everybody who belongs has a role is important. You know, we don't have to wait till they're 18 for kids to have a role. Yeah. Sometimes I feel we kept pushing them off to the side, oh, no, you can't do this, you can't do that, you're not of age. But we also don't often require much of them. You know, your job is to go to school and play. But there's a lot more to life than those things. Yeah, yeah. I, I think an, another big part of that work experience is the feeling of a job well done at the end of it all. Um, when, uh, that, oh, I know. And the things that they find to take pleasure in. Like my, my youngest, um, one of his many jobs is vacuuming the living room. And so he started, I mean, at first he was, and then he's been doing it for so long that he takes such pride in how the actual lines of the vacuum make these patterns on the carpet. <laughs> and so vacuumed he doesn't really like other people to walk into the room because it might mess up his pattern <laughs> but he developed quite the pride in his job you know that's his his area that's his bailiwick and he's he's going to be in charge of it it's going to be done right i love that i i just sit here thinking about this when when i was working for this this community center this nonprofit i spent so long at uh, uh it was when my kids were young and and every christmas season we did we did uh food baskets for probably around 1200 people and there would be one day i mean we we would deliver a bunch of them and then there was a day where most of them got picked up and so we had 
you know, throughout the day, probably 150 volunteers in and out of the building, helping pack the food baskets and unload the truck that the hams came in and all this kind of stuff. And from the time they could, could stand up and, and be kind of useful, I mean, four and up, my kids were, were both involved in that. And it was a, it was a day that started at 530 in the morning and, and went till after the sun was down um, on, on the, those, those late December days. And the, the exhale when the last basket was handed out and the last toys were picked up that ev all those volunteers did the kids my kids shared a part of that and and it kind of helped them understand a little bit it gave them a different perspective about what christmas was like um for people that were not in their family and maybe not in in the best of situations and so there's there's so much those experiences are, are so rich and and you never you never really know what they're going to carry away with them right so not just in daily life but once in a while events and and helping out others or picking your favorite um, cause and nonprofit, it, they all need help. And some of them, yeah. you know, loading boxes is something someone of any age can do. So, yeah, they can't all maybe help in every department, but something like that is a great way to get involved and, and to feel like you're making a, some usefulness in the world. Kids, kids like to be useful. Yeah. They don't want to just be a decoration that, okay, you're cute, you're adorable, go play. They, they do need lots of play. I'm not saying, all right, new schedule, going to work from dawn till dusk and past dark you know, with flashlights. <laughs> it's been so long since somebody's told me I was cute and adorable and I should just go play. I wish that would happen. Um, Heather, as we're talking about this, Heather, I'm, I'm wondering what your renegade rule is for this. Should kids get paid for the work they do as part of the family? Or is that just something that you're part of this family and you're expected to do this? Where, where, where do you come down on that? Well, you know, families are all over the board there. So if you find you've got a groove and something's working for you, I'm not trying to disrupt it. My, my view is that um, learning about budgeting and financing and spending and what money can do and not do is one set of lessons. And working and contributing and being part of a family is another set of lessons. So um, I like to keep them separate, basically. Every, we do give, uh, you know, it started out as a penny, but we do give massive amounts, like $1 a week to our kids just so that they have a little something that they can save up for something or they mm -hmm. could spend a little something. But that's their own understanding of money, um, including the reason we give pennies was because my youngest didn't understand that money was something other than pirate treasure that you can put in your pirate box and play <laughs> games with and spin them on the floor. So if all he needed was to play with it, then we figured a penny was sufficient. <laughs> he had quite the pile of pennies after a while. But once he understood you could, you know, what money was, then it went up to a quarter. Wow, that was pretty generous. But no, in our family, there's daily tasks. There's a whole bunch, you know, there's morning things, afternoon things, evening things that are just part of daily life from um, doing dishes and making beds and taking out recycling and all kinds of sweeping the floor, etc. But then there's weekly things like a bigger clean the bathroom, scrub the toilet, vacuum the, uh -huh. you know, the hall uh -huh. um, stuff. And then there's stuff that just happens from time to time, like 
got to vacuum the car or shovel the snow or mow the lawn or do something. So depending on the age of your kids, even if they're too little to wield that lawnmower, they're not too little to, say, pick up sticks before you mow the lawn or something like that. And we don't tie the money to those things. You're part of the family. This is something we need to do today. Um, They're just expected to pitch in. So, no, we don't tie it to money. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they want to um, earn some extra money, they try to, um, you know, do things like we've had the lemonade stand or shoveling snow for neighbors or whatever, yeah. things like that. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That's a, I think that's a good way to, to, to jump into those because, like you said, they are two different, two different things, two different sets of lessons. Um, what, else, what else on the topic of – Well, and the money work? also – it. The money never goes away. They always get, whether it was a penny or a dollar, they always get the same amount every week. Yeah. So it's not tied to whether we love them that day, whether uh-huh. they've been, you know, having difficult behavior that day, whether, um, you know, whatever's going on in life, how much we made them scrub the kitchen floor. Yeah. It just is, here's your money. That's being part of a growing human being in this family anyway. And you... Um, you can save it up or you can run down and go buy bubble gum and spend it all. But that's, that's how, um, that's their money comes with no strings attached. Cool. Cool. So what else about work do we need to, do we need to sort through? Well, I think if you as an adult are feeling that you're slipping into just slaving for everybody, being a maid, that's just, too much work or you're hauling in the groceries and nobody puts them away. I mean, when, when I come home and the grocery bags are there, everybody has been trained to swoop down and the kids are in charge of putting all the food away. So I trained them. Okay. The, the milk with the bigger date goes in the back and all that. If they don't do it right, you just need to train them. Uh But um, if you're feeling in some area of your life that you're doing too much work and it's not fun and nobody's helping and you have a child or two around the house, well, you know, time to introduce them one at a time to things that can be helpful. And don't feel that you're being hard on them, that they should be enjoying their childhood and just playing because being part of something, having a role and a useful purpose in life is equally important as having a chance to develop your own creative ideas. Not every moment needs to be bursting with creativity. You can have times where they just get a job done and feel as if they're part of something. So, yeah, if you feel that little thing inside yourself that you're working too hard, it's time to recruit. What what age do you think they should start, you know, pulling their own weight? Well... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's it's gradual and i mean if at least for us it was gradual if if your kids are already 14 and they haven't yet you know learned how to wash a spoon maybe uh-huh. you need to do some remedial work but you know by 1 and 2 they can carry things in they can help get things out of a grocery cart they can yeah. do little things and of course at that time it doesn't feel like work which is it's the same mindset is you're part of things. You're helping. And, you know, some people go overboard and say, oh, what a good helper. But we can just just make it a little bit more natural yeah, and, yeah, um, and integrate it into life. One of, one of the, my favorite things in life is like setting the table with a two-year-old as an assistant. 
um, you just kind of hand them a spoon and they, you know, they, they know how, you know, and, and you just piece by piece, they take, taking the, the, the silverware and the dishes and, and the glasses from, from the, the kitchen to the dining room and that kind of stuff. And, and it, 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 the process is like a 45 minute process, but they are, they are so into it because this is something they've been watching their whole lives and they get to be a piece of it. Um, at those that those early ages, they can jump in and and be part of the team, wiping down the wiping off tables and 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 those kind of things, sweeping all those things. They will jump into at at two years old, two years old or younger, if given the opportunity. Absolutely. So get your two year old, whatever age your two year old is at the moment. <laughs> Whether they're two or fourteen, and give them a broom and um, can thank us for it later. <laughs> Whatever I like that, whatever age they are, your two-year-old is. Um, any more on this one before we wrap it up, Heather? No, but um, we'll be back to play. Hey, people, we uh, we love that you uh, you put in the hard work of listening. I hope it's not hard work to listen to this podcast, but you know what I mean. We're glad you tune in and listen to the show and share it with others. And if you want to find Heather, you need more Heather Shoemaker in your life, go to heatherschoemaker.com. You can find me at playvolutionhq.com. And, and uh, if this is the first episode you've stumbled upon, there's another 145 of them in the archives for this show over at playvolutionhq.com, plus just about 1,500 episodes of other podcasts we've produced so there's there's lots of stuff over there to stick in your ear holes if uh if you need something to to fill the void between before we come out with a fresh episode of this show next week we'll be back soon thanks for listening bye 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 thanks for listening we'll be back next week with another episode music by alexander shoemaker this has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh. Hey, we need your support to keep the podcasts flowing. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash support to learn how. One of the big things you can do is shop Amazon with the link we provide. You buy your cat food, you buy your kids' books, you buy whatever it is you buy on Amazon, you pay the regular price. We get a small percentage of it. Everybody wins. A lot of people are doing it. It really supports the shows, and we really appreciate it. Give it a try. Thanks. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.